You are tuned into the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting while stiff arming your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and this week, special guest host and helper of the Victoria's Secret, Kyle Shelley. In this episode, helper Kyle, whose shared team sits alone in first place, doesn't hold back and shares his thoughts on many subjects, including a comment about Jason's skin. Black Sunday throws out 10,000 reasons why the league should bow to him in reverence as he shares an epic chaos achievement. Levi and John destroy Black Sunday's waiver pick. And we dive into another mailbag where Jason Ralphie Faggot pleads his case for early Christmas decorations. Let's get into it. All right, let's start with the matchups from last week. First, we'll start with the new Queen of the Hill. We have Victoria's Secret versus Cleveland Steamers. Victoria's Secret almost gives the whooping of the week to the Steamers, who we thought stopped the bleed uh, with the big win against the Houdinis last week, but uh, just had a bioclipse and just too many injuries, too many players on by. And wasn't really a high-scoring game, but Victoria's Secret had good performances from Josh Allen with 33, Travis Etienne 41, and Patriots D 43 points. And that's that's the kicker for the Steamers at having dropped the Patriots defense weeks ago for and paying $69 for it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, so really the only good player for the Steamers was Patrick Mahomes with 48, and it didn't really even matter because it was the Sunday night game. But uh, Victoria's <coughs> Secret wins. Uh, 202 to 158 and uh, this this big win for the Victoria's Secret it secures the first place spot uh, from the hated Houdinis who've lost again spoiler alert but uh, it came at a cost with a Josh Allen elbow injury he's uh, he's been limited in practice this week we'll see if he if he um, you know plays he's kind of questionable this could be tough for the uh, Victoria's Secret to maintain that first spot but who knows and then the steamers dropped a fifth uh, but this kind of seems like a throwaway game for them they had just they were just playing replacement players they had to trade away players to be able to fill a roster it's, it's a, it was a loss from the beginning so i, I feel like they're just going to move on to the to the next week uh next we have uh, the reason victoria's secrets in first play with first place with uh, Scoops Troop stunning the Houdinis and extending the disappearing act of their latter half of the season. And it, it wasn't even really a high-scoring affair. Scoops Troop to, does just enough to get the W, uh, having a huge day from Cooper Cup and, you know, okay from the rest, but it was just enough to, to crack 200 and, and beat the Houdinis. Houdinis only really had Austin Eckler with 31, and the year that Eckler's had, yeah, it's bit, that was kind of a disappointing week. And the rest of the players were bad to mediocre. They didn't even crack 200. So the, the Scoop Troop knocked off the Houdinis 203 to 196. And Scoop Troop now is in second with a bye in the playoffs, surprisingly. And really the only explanation is, you know, because we all picked them last – or we picked uh, Houdinis to win. And whenever that happens, we're 0 for a million. In that aspect so you're welcome Jason 
and then the bookie man uh, Houdini's is free falling right now, dropping to third. <coughs> this could be the biggest collapse in Chaos League history oh. we're witnessing here if they drop out of the playoffs. So uh, we'll see what happens. Hey there, Derek. All right, uh, yeah, jumping into my matchup with old Slip Slop. Uh, this was kind of a, a must-win for me, and Jeff kind of started the week off with a text where he's kind of being a little bit of a coward. Hey, you caught me on a bad week. I got six buys, which, you know, I ended up needing a little bit of luck this week. I think I would have only beaten three teams out of the ten, so it was a, it was a lucky run-in uh, for me to hit Jeff this week. Uh, really, it was going into Monday night. I was down eight. I had Taysom Hill and Baltimore's D. I wasn't super confident, but they ended up, you know, Swift or I'm sorry, Taysom Hill ended up with 1.72, but my defense pulled it out with uh, 20 points there, giving me the win with uh, 182.64 to 168. All right. So the next matchup we have Black Sunday who took on Lance, or the Minnesota Homers. So here I am now, 2-12 and 12 all-time combined versus Stranger Frickin' Things and the Minnesota Homers. In back-to-back weeks, I face an opponent whom I have a 1-5 all-time record against and lose. In the all-time history against the Homers, and I did the math, he, he averages 241 points against me. 241. Now, what, what can I say other than his, his team gets up against elite competition? Now, I'm no chump neither because I averaged 225 points against him myself. But this time, he edges me out 267.8 to 265.68. As Kenyon Drake comes up just a little short in his valiant effort to overtake the homers on Monday night. But nobody came nobody came here to listen to that crap or that Lance, Lance got X amount of points from this player or that player. No, no. Everybody, the entire Chaos Fantasy League is on pins and needles anticipating what I'm going to do next. What will Black Sunday do now that he's 2-7 and seven and seemingly on the outside looking into the playoff picture? Will Brad continue to talk mad smack? Or was this the last, the straw that broke the camel's back? Here's the deal, okay? Even if, and that's a big if, it ever looks like that I'm out of the playoff hunt, I'll still be on a mission to ruin all y'all seasons. I, and I'll never quit running it. But you know what? You already know that. So here's the real news. I smell an alliance. That's right. Someone in this league, someone who had the intestinal fortitude to meet me eye to eye on the podcast, and then afterwards to have my back on the Chaos Group text line. Mutual respect. You see, the thing is, the thing is here, after looking at the schedule the rest of the season, I don't see any other combination of two teams that will put together an end-of-the-season run like Black Sunday and the Cleveland Steamers. Yeah, I said it. Me and Rob are going to run the league the rest of the regular season. Hey, and what happens after that is anybody's guess. But for now, 
All y'all better hike up your big boy panties, strap it on, and get ready to witness an alliance of fantasy football perfection. Ladies and gents, the time you've all been waiting for with our final matchup with Levi Basham and Joe Rutherford B. Hayes. Sorry, Joe, but... You got whooped, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe, your second whooping. This is your second beatdown of the year, son. And uh, all I got to say is, as I look down this trash, Deion Jackson... Devin Duvernay, two points. Deion, I told, I've been telling you, Joe, you, and you keep playing Raheem Mostert. How many times do I got to <laughs> tell you? How many? 12 points. You keep playing him. You're going to get the same result. Deontay Foreman gets you six. This roster's crap, bud. Yeah, Joe, like, it wasn't like the greatest whooping ever, but – I feel like I just had to say that because you did get the whooping of the week. But I think, more importantly, a whooping of the week is when the person who gets whooped feels devastated and then the outcome is equally as devastating. So I would really like to make a push for the whooping of the week to be Black Sunday because he probably woke up after the games and saw that he was three points shy of getting – the most needed win, and it potentially could have ended his season. So I would really like to say that Black Sunday just got whooped. But Joey took the whooping. Fair is fair, but my vote would be for Black Pass Sunday. So I, I wouldn't call that a whooping. It's more like a, a eulogy, uh, an ending, you know, yeah. the uh, finalization of the year. <coughs> Joey's, you know, even though – I, I hate to compliment, but even though John ended your season, Joey, by saying you're in, I don't think your season's over. But like, and it's your third whoop in the week, not second. So like, it's it's looking bad for you, and I, and I appreciate you giving up this week. But <coughs> here's looking out for you. Okay, first off, uh, when Levi was little, his mom had to cut holes in a lot of his shirts to get his head through, and this isn't helping. Um, But I will say, uh, congrats, Levi, Uh, and you stood back and watched A Falling Star, Uh, just living every nine-year-old girl's best life. Um, You didn't win. Joey lost. It's true. Uh, Nothing nothing to pat yourself on the back about, so just uh, keep trucking. Congrats on not losing, I guess. All right, let's jump into Fab. Uh, so Odell, Be- uh, Odell Beckham was the highest bid player this week, acquired by Black Sunday for two hundred dollars, despite uh, you know not having a team yet and no other bidders. So uh, maybe Brad can explain this move to me with his comments later on, but I, I don't, I don't really understand it. Um, it seems like a move for a team that's in first place, not last, but. We'll see. Um, then uh, McCall Hardman uh, had the most teams interested in him with uh, six bids. Farewell to Hope grabs him for $111. Uh, and he's been good for the past couple weeks. But he's the classic player that blows up on your bench and goose eggs when you start him. So um, it's, uh, we'll see how this turns out in the next couple weeks, if he's going to be out in the waiver wire or not. 
And then uh, five teams bid on Justin Fields, and I was able to get him with my last $102. Uh, bid on, you know, like he's been great this week. Uh, I have good quarterback with Kyler Murray, but he's had a hamstring issue this week, so I might have to play him. And I don't really want any other team to have him, and especially teams with bad quarterbacks. But uh, not really too much this week in Fab. Uh, what are you, guys, what are your thoughts this week? I don't care anymore. It's evident because he spent $200 on Odell Beckham Jr., which is probably the worst pickup in fantasy history. He spent $200. A guy that's in last, and he thought he still thinks he has a chance. He spent $200 on this player, and he's not even practiced yet. They say once he practices, it'll probably be four weeks before he's even in a game. So this man is sitting here and trashed everybody's fa- uh, waiver pickups and then goes and makes the worst pickup ever. I'll say it, ever. I've never seen a, a worse pickup than this. But um, as far as everything else goes, uh, I was kind of shocked. I didn't I didn't think I'd see six people bidding for McCall Harmon, and the fact that I only bid $111, I still got him. That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I think you know everything else just kind of went as, as, as it typically does. Okay, just things I noticed. So the top three teams right now also have the top three fab. So what is that? Is that a correlation? I don't know. What I do know is that Levi has spent his last dime. He's out of money. Uh, Like me, 10 minutes after getting to the strip club, uh, just now he's broke, chasing the love that he never got as a child. Um, You don't get a prize for keeping fab money, but the thing is, you don't go spending money for parts for a car that isn't broke. Uh, If your machine's working, functioning as it should, uh, you don't need to go out and continually buy backup parts. But, I mean, congrats for pickups. Uh, your busted teams need those new parts. So, uh, it's it's good that you got them. So, hats off. Thanks for the insight, guys. I'm not sure which whose idea was Matt Ryan for $100. Was it yours or Amanda's? Uh, Matt Ryan was a uh, former man crush, and like many of you, he's past his prime, and I'm not afraid to say that. (laughs) Thank you all. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to interrupt this program, but I have a special announcement. The reason why I have a special announcement is because the podcast, my cohorts, failed to recognize an epic milestone that has recently been achieved. Black Sunday is now the first player in Chaos Fantasy Football League history to eclipse the 10,000-point mark, who now sits at 10,007 points. Congratulations, Black Sunday. Thank you. Thank you all. (laughs) Shut up! Uh, I, I guess as a, as an aside, Joey does have 9,939 and Derek 9,812. Um, 
but uh, I, I am and always will be today the first to reach 10,000 points. All right, moving on. So we are going to look at our picks this week, as we always do. And before we do so, we'll look back at how we did last week. Uh, Levi goes 3-2, and two, raises his record to 26-19 and 19 overall. Uh, myself, I go 2-3, and three, and I'm now 21-24, and 24, still under 500. And then John goes 3-2 and two, and rises a, a touch to 17-28. and 28. Uh, so it's uh, still Levi in front there. The guest host uh, was Derek, and he went three and two, making the guest guest host record now four and six. So before you start laughing about my under five hundred record, the guest hosts are under five hundred as well. So uh, there you go. All right. So now getting into the matchups. First matchup: Black Sunday at two and seven, taking on Fairwood of Hope at three and six. Brad is four and two all time versus John. I have to make a pick here. John is playing George Pickens' nose, and Kyle Pitts gets seven points. Black Sunday in a route. Okay, this this matchup is something special here. Uh, first off, we want to reach out to Black Sunday and just say thank you. Uh, every great artist or architect will tell you that you cannot build a masterpiece without a firm foundation. And you being that bottom rung, just unmoving and steadfast in last place, really provides that base. So for, we, we want to thank you. Um, we are going to take John, though. Uh, John, uh, John's kind of like the uh, if fantasy football team uh, uh, personified. It was like Rudy. You're, you're our Rudy in that you're lovable. Uh, we want you to do well. But also, like Rudy, if you were to actually make the playoffs, you'd get destroyed because you really don't need to be there. So, um, <laughs> leave it. Brutal. Brutal, Kyle. Uh, but I agree on all parts. Um, so, weeks ago, I, you know, I, I was – I think I was picking John every week, and I, and I vowed – Never to do it again after that loss. So, unfortunately, I got to go with Black Sunday. Not, not happy about it. <coughs> Going down with the ship, I see, Levi. Uh, yeah, give me me. This is the the death kill for um, or Black Sunday. It's over. All right, gentlemen. Next matchup, we've got the Cleveland Steamers. At five and four, taking on the intoxicated All Stars, at three and six, Joey's five and two all time versus Rob. But if I look at this properly with an objective eye, I'm seeing Mahomes, CMC, Chubb, Almond Ross, St. Brown. They're going to run up the score and run all over the intoxicated uh, scrub squad. Give me the steamers. Okay. All uh, Joey has to do here is pull a classic bullfighter move and just get out of the way. Uh, Rob is running full steam towards the back, and uh, all he's got to do is get out of the way. Just let him do what he does. Um, and much like a bullfighter, Joey uh, likes to sequence all of his underpants. So <laughs> it's just not—it's not the only tie-in. It's just what I'm trying to get across. Yeah, um, 
Uh, I'll take Joey as well. I, I think uh, Taylor has a, good, a bounce back game. I, I think he'll get there. I think Joey will have a, a bounce back. Yeah, I'm going Rob here. Uh, I made a prediction last week that the game between Levi and Joe, the loser's out. Uh, I got to stick with the Cleveland Steamers. Take take the Steamers. All right, guys. Oh, did I mention that I surpassed 10,000 points? Was, did I do that this segment? No one cares. I didn't remember. All right. All right. Uh, next matchup, we've got It's What Plants Crave at 5-4, and four, taking on Slop Nasty at 4-5. and five. Jeff is four and three all time versus Levi. Looking at the matchup, Levi played Terrace Marshall Jr. Give me the slops in a close one. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell Levi something he doesn't get to hear a lot, but uh, I choose you. Uh, Jeff just doesn't have what it takes, uh, so I'm going to have to take the plants. Yeah, I'm going with myself. Uh, this is the beginning of the end for all of you all. Just mark it this week. This is where the winners are made. And just just try to, you know, enjoy the ride. Yeah, this is this is probably the coin flip of the week. I'm going slops here. Uh, really, I feel like it's a mirror match. It's kind of just who's going to... Who's going to shine brighter than the other, I guess? Uh, yeah, give me Jeff here. All right, moving on. We've got Victoria's Secret setting atop the league at 7-2. and two. Back-to-back weeks, we've had the league-leading guest host in our studios. Taking on the Scoops Troop at 6-3. and three. It's a battle of first and second. Jason, however, is 0-4 all-time versus the Randos. But I think Victoria's Secret makes easy work of the Poop Troop. And go to o, Poop Troop goes to 0 5 versus Randos. Give me Amanda. Okay, clearly uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Victoria's Secret. I'm biased. but uh, And it's easy for me to say because I don't have as much skin in the game as others, especially Jason, who has extra skin. Ask him, he'll tell you where. But uh, yeah, it's, it's hers to win, his to lose. So, so um, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Victoria's Secret. It's just uh, I think Scoop's Troop has too many buys. I don't see Cooper Cup scoring a hundred points this week, but uh, you know if it does, then Vegas has a chance. Yeah, no Lamar, no win. Uh, Victoria's Secret. All right, excellent. So, now we're left with the final matchup. The Houdinis dropping all the way down to 6-3, and three, taking on the Purple Bleeders at 4-5. and five. Derek and Lance are locked up 3-3 three and three versus one another all time. But, looking at the matchup here, Lance does not have Joe Mixon here to save the day this time. And Derek gets lucky again with some bye love from his opponent. Give me Derek. I hate to say it, but uh, I think Derek's got this one. Uh, the Canada kid and his manners of plenty is just going to go the route of all Canadians and just bow and uh, let the other guy win. So, Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going with Houdini's. Uh, I think it seems unlikely they're going to go 0-3 the past three weeks. And uh, Lance, who's been really good pat- 
over the last month uh, has too many buys and a, a poor start for Thursday. <coughs> yeah, I want the record to show that in my heart, Lance is the winner. But on paper, Derek's going to probably take it down. So, yeah, give me the Houdinis. Okay, it's uh, it's our pleasure to have uh, Kyle Shelley, helper of the Victoria's Secret uh, fantasy football team on today. Uh, the owner, Amanda Shelley, couldn't be on today, so she, she sent the next best thing, uh, helper, Kyle Shelley. Um, I'd just like to welcome you. So, you know, like, uh, Thanks for coming on. Glad to be here. Great. Like now, it's 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 proper timing. We got you all on the show. Now that you're in first place, how's it feel? You know, being on top. Uh, it's it's not unfamiliar. Um, it's just uh, it's really nice to to be in this particular position. Uh, I get to support my wife. I get to see her do something casually, which you guys try so hard for, <laughs> uh, and really excel and be better than you. So it's it's nice. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, it's a you know it's first year. Like we've we're excited to have uh, Amanda on in the league. We've had, as Brad says, randos uh, on, and they've you know been in and out. And we we hope Amanda can, stays on for years to come. Uh, how, how's it f- feel to be in finally into the Chaos League? Uh, Littlefinger said that uh, Chaos was a ladder. Well, the Chaos League uh, has been a ladder, and sitting on the top rung. Um, and for those of you lucky enough to follow close enough behind, uh, look up, enjoy the view, check out that Victoria's Secret because uh, it's close as you're going to get, brothers. <laughs> now, now we get into some, you know, a serious question. Now, last week we had owner of the Houdinis on, and you know, on several occasions he said that he had the first, the, the best team and the second best team because he drafted Victoria's Secret. Uh, what, uh, what are your comments on that? And, uh, like, how do you feel about him taking credit for Victoria's Secret? Oh, man, happy to address this. Um, they did. Amy and Derek both had a hand in drafting our team. Uh, Obi-Wan gave Luke a lightsaber. Um, Luke used it. Uh, Matt Hoffman's parents probably put together his first bicycle, and that became the vehicle uh, for him to become a star. Nobody remembers Matt Hoffman's parents we just assume he had them uh but now he's a star and he's doing what he does just like uh we're doing uh mom and dad gave us a new bicycle gave us that push uh but now it's us we're the ones impressing uh she's pedaling on her own so that's where we're at that's that's uh it's quite insightful Kyle really uh into uh um, so also like you know Victoria's Secret's only team with a with a helper, and, and in first place. Um, uh, what what do you feel like you bring to the team? And it seems like it makes a difference. Um, what, uh, what are your thoughts on being? Okay, I uh, I pick up on the word helper, uh, the tone there, and that you mean it in a derogatory term. But uh, Barack had Michelle. Oprah has Stedman. Uh, There's always a power behind the throne. She is the velvet glove, and it is my iron fist inside of it that rains down. And as two-thirds of you can attest to, uh, that hand falls heavy. Uh, And if if you've had 
Uh, yeah. the, if you've had that pounding, you've been fisted by two of the best. I would know. Uh, all right, Kyle. <clears throat> you were walking down a beach, and you noticed that Lance, Derek, and Jeff were sunbathing <laughs> on their bellies, and you only had enough suntan lotion in your hand to cover two of them. Who would you do first, and who would you leave out? Wow. Uh, that's a real tough one. I'm probably going to walk by and let all three burn. No, you had you to do two. No, life's all about choices, um, and I'm going to go ahead and opt out. It's, oh, gro- okay. it's gross, and you're weird for thinking that way. You're on the podcast. Derek answers the question, and Rob did too. Okay, I'm going to grease up me, and then I'm going to slide across. Whoever gets it, gets it. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Got scared, uh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, thank you for that. Thank you for that answer, and thank you for being here. But I really want to turn – I guess I want to turn everyone's attention to, I guess, more important matters. Um I know, as this is your um, initial, the first time you've been on the podcast, uh, you've obviously heard the impressive statistics uh, about Black Sunday and the history that, that, that is Black Sunday. And that, for instance, the, that Black Sunday is the first uh, league in chaos history to reach the 10,000-point hurdle. Um, just how impressed are you about that? Great question. Um, true OG right here. Um, you know, shares a lot in common with Dracula. Um, just just in the used to be scary and ominous, uh, now just old and sucking the life out of everybody around you. Um, but you were great. Uh, we'll throw that out there easily. Like the 10,000-point mark is a, is a hell of an accomplishment. Um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were good too at one point but uh they're both free agents and you know maybe black sunday should be too <laughs> so that's that's really all we have for for questions for interview kyle it's been a pleasure having you on uh any any final thoughts yeah i'd like to address the big turd sandwich in the middle of the league um if you'll notice rob is perched right atop jeff uh, Jeff has found himself under a Cleveland steamer or two in his day, but he rests firmly beneath there now. Uh, Rob is like the gravy on top of this disgusting sandwich, and Jeff would really be the sloppy roast beef, um, which anybody that knows him would, would say that fits. Uh, but but even Jeff has somebody beneath him. His trusty piece of bottom bread that's soaking up all those juices is Lance. Lance, uh, just the, the sweetest bit of Canadian maple syrup um, just uh, just down there just soaking it all up but those are the uh, those, that's the sissy slap fight that's going on right there in the middle anybody below that uh, who cares and the real fights at the top so yeah that's good enough. All right, fantasy owners, we're going to dive into the mailbag now. Uh, but up first, we have a new sponsor. 
In today's digital world, there isn't much appeal for old-fashioned snail mail pen pal letters. Imagine all the fun of having a pen pal, but being able to write back and forth instantly. No need to imagine at all, folks, because you have penis at your fingertips. Go to our website to create your penis profile. Away you go. You can use your penis to draw pictures and share your art. You can use your penis to get to know other people. You can even share your penis with friends and family. The sky is the limit with what you can do with your penis. Create your account today. All right, I'm pretty sure that was Pen US, as far as the sponsor goes. But um, all right, we got questions in in, in now. Uh, Jason Faget from West Louisville writes in. Which hurts more for Brad, barely losing to Lance or being robbed of a chance, robbed of the chance to announce Rob being on the receiving end of the whooping of the week on the podcast? Right. I, I take no pleasure in announcing the whooping of the week for Rob. Um, Rob has been, well, I mean, Rob has been, he's been a soldier. He's been a no-limit soldier, and he's really... I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's putting his tank up on the wall, and and I got his back. Yeah, did y'all see what happened to Mystical? Well, never mind. Uh, it's it's kind of sad what's happening here. Somehow, uh, Rob has affixed his float to uh, to Brad, and Brad's just going to drag him down. Uh, Rose needs to, to kick Jack off the door. He's dead. Uh, let him go. Um Nobody's really getting any joy out of this. Although I will say, Brad, uh, if gaslighting uh, could win you the trophy, they'd have to name it after you. <laughs> because the amount of uh, just false information, just patently false, uh, is just impressive uh, from from an outside standpoint. Uh, if, if gaslighting could win you the trophy, they would have to chisel your name in uh, with the hammer of the gods uh, because it would just be yours from now on. So kudos. Thank you. <laughs> Jack. All right. Um, well, Brad responds to the question: Is Faggot butt hurt from being trashed on the last podcast? You know, honestly, I'd say no. Uh, he sh- he should be he should be thanking us for picking against him and motivating his players and him and, you know, putting him into second place. I, I, like, he should be, you know, ecstatic that we trash his team on a daily basis. Even though it's bad players, he picks up bad players, he wastes his money. But somehow he's 6-3. and He's like the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, Jason shouldn't have uh, any kind of butthurt. You know who should have uh, some butthurt feelings is Rob. Uh, just noticing the points against, uh, this guy's had his back door kicked in regularly uh, for quite some time now, and it's starting to show. So, yeah, Jason, you're good. Uh, Rob, take care of that keister, buddy. I mean, I think for Jason, any attention is good attention at this point. You know, I mean – you know, we honestly, it was kind of sympathy attention, I think, from the from the podcast perspective. You know, because we were sitting around, we're like, man, we ain't really said anything about Jason. It was, I believe, I was like, it was hard to say anything about Jason. And John was like, yeah, I mean, I should have called him Mr. Average. And I mean, it was just, it was what that's how it started. 
Um, and it didn't end any better, Jason. So, um, yeah, I, I think you are butt hurt, and it's okay. And um, I think I I think Rob's a swell guy. Well, Vince McMahon writing your script. Uh, where facts matter, uh, I said Jeff was Mr. Average. I didn't say Jason. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, the next question is from Joey, who asks, who is the biggest bust player in the NFL this year with the potential to bounce back next year? Jonathan Taylor. You're welcome, Joey. I know that's what you wanted us all to say. Next question. All right. Uh, in your face, Joe. Uh, what do you think about that, huh, Joe? Joe, Joe? All right, moving on. Uh, Faggot with another question. Is it too early to put up Christmas decorations and listen to Christmas music? You're a grown man, and you just asked that question on a bunch of your friends' podcasts. What did you think was, is going to come of this? Well, tune in. I, I'll just answer the question. Yes, it is way too early after Thanksgiving. Anytime after Thanksgiving, cool. We're good. You put up Christmas lights, tree, what have you. Before Thanksgiving, don't do it. Guys? Yeah, um, I think it's really weird that you wanted to prove something to your wife by throwing it out on here. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It's way too early. Uh, you shouldn't be doing it, but nor do you really get a vote. So, I, I disagree. I mean, uh, it's uh, last time I checked, this is America, and you can put up Christmas de- decorations whenever you want. And Thanksgiving is one day, and I don't know why anyone hates joy <laughs> by having regulations on cool lights and bright colors and gifts and, and making people happy but I don't want that to be on this podcast Jason I feel like I owe you an apology because I thought the worst thing to happen on this podcast was me reading that question and then I just had to listen to the responses from the other podcasts outside of Cal but I guess if you need help setting them up Levi's more than willing to help you um, <clears throat> alright uh, next question is for Mr. Shelley aka the helper uh, from Dr. Tooths as a self proclaimed shadow manager is it possible for a shadow manager to see their own shadow and if so does that mean six more weeks of winter Whining or winning? who asked that dumb question winner who has that? Dr. Tooths. Dr. Tooths. Dr. Okay. Cool riff. Uh, answer to that. I'm not a shadow manager. Uh, I am the silver surfer. I am the herald of Galactus. I'm the mouth of Sauron. My wife is the one trouncing you fools. I am just picking up uh, the slack. Uh, she is unwilling to hurt your feelings. I am more than willing to hurt your feelings. Uh, that's all I bring to the table. Uh, sh- she is in charge of all the important decisions. And although I care greatly about this team, you could say, isn't that like handing a loaded gun to a small child? And I got two things for that. Uh, number one, yeah, maybe I don't like all the people at this picnic. Uh, and number two, I'm standing safely behind a tree. So I'm willing to see what happens. And that's my role. 
tell you what you are, you're a nerd. You just mentioned Galactus, uh, Gandalf, and <laughs> Scooby-Doo or something. I don't know. What the heck? But all right, guys, uh, that'll do it for our mailbag section this week. Uh, we appreciate it. Please keep sending them in. Uh, we love to hear from you. All right, Chaos Fantasy Dorks, our 11th episode is down and dirty, and it may have been our most disturbing episode to date. It was great to hear Levi remind Kyle that he is the lone helper in Chaos League history, and it was also something to get Kyle's perspective on an open-faced turd sandwich in the middle of the league standings. And finally, Black Sunday reminds everyone that a statue needs to be built in his honor. But as always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line. And we look forward to our next guest on the podcast. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.